Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. In Jeff Lewis's world, there's never a dull moment. I have never experienced any pain like this. So he's looking at four kids, three cats, one dog, one fish. It's a lot of baggage. And the valet's like, are you like famous or something? I was like, used to be. <laughs> Jeff Lewis has issues. Good morning. I'm here with Dr. Kapagovic and Paige Woolen. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. We were just talking about this woman in the news who has, um, her name is Annalisa. I showed you pictures of her. She has been injecting fillers, I guess, herself. Mm. And I was asking you, Dr. Kat, like, where, where do people go and buy fillers? How can you buy fillers and not be a doctor? Well, I mean, I don't, I think this woman, she, this story, she's from another, she's she, not from the United States, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think that it's a possibility that in maybe other countries that she might have access to it. But so I here, can't get it at CVS? Not as far as I know. <laughs> okay. So yeah. she's, and you're worried, you're worried about, okay. So basically this woman, she, she has done filler in her cheeks yeah, and her like lips, lips and her jaw. And I guess she couldn't get a doctor to do it. So she's been self-injecting for two years now. And so she's, uh, wherever she's picking up these sure. fillers, which you're saying quite possibly may just be silicone and not even medical grade. I mean, it's possible. Um, and like I said, I think from, from the photo, it, it looks, and I think the article that you showed me is that yeah. she's, you know, it, it's from another country and who knows, she might have a friend. She may have gotten it on the black market somewhere. Um, cause there are, you know, there are third party vendors that, you know, sometimes try to sell, uh, products. Now, so you do a lot and no, I, you, you, you specialize in breast augmentation and tubby tucks and, uh, labiaplasty and mommy makeovers and liposuction, BBLs and all that. But you do a lot of, of revisions, I which do means do a lot of revisions. people who have, they've had bad plastic surgery. They come to you and to, to get. Basically, yeah. a lot, you do a lot of revisions, uh, liposuction revisions, and a lot of breast revisions. Those are the two th surgeries that I see the most of, and also a lot of labiaplasty revisions. Um, do you dissolve filler? I have, but I'll be honest with you. I feel like what you use to dissolve, first of all, that you can only dissolve hyaluronic acid. So not all of the fillers that are being used are even di dissolvable or reversible. Mm -hmm. Um, and it has, to, when you do the, when you dissolve, you have to put it in the exact same plane and the exact same spot as where it was. And I think sometimes it also injures the tissues because our bodies naturally have hyaluronic acid. So then if you're injecting something to dissolve the filler, it still also is affecting your tissues. So I think it's something for people to keep in mind when they're doing fillers that it's not just reversible if you don't like it. Oh. No, Paige, I'm Whoops. curious because you, you Paige are beautiful. Yeah, Paige, Paige <laughs> you're an OnlyFans model. Now, you don't do adult content. You don't Correct. even really, we were talking about this, you don't even really, you're not even fully nude. No, no. You don't no. even show nipples. No, no, no. But no. you make a very good living 
uh, posting beautiful pictures of yourself and you you're you're in that circle so you know all of these women that are doing all of these surgeries and procedures yes what would you say ladies are the most like trendy procedures today well, I have a BBL. Yeah, I mean, I do I th- all the procedures as well. Yeah, I think lipo and BBL, BBL, meaning liposuction, usually liposuction 360, where you're sort of taking all the way around the waist Ooh. and then that. fat transferred to the butt. I didn't know you did that. I did that. Yeah, BBL. Oh, wow. Oh, the BBL you did. Well, they but did, they do lipo 360 on yeah. you? Yeah, because you have to take the fat from... Some, so fat is harvested mm-hmm. from around, usually around the waist, you know, yep. around the waist and the back, and yep. then you transfer it and you inject it into the butt and the hips. I see. So it has like a, it creates a better hourglass shape. But the crazy part, Paige, is that um, before you got here, Dr. Cat was telling me that people, the, the breast size are now, it's trending smaller. Mm. So people are ac- actually taking their breast implants out, correct? Yes. Yeah. A lot and of people are removing their implants. And they're not even putting implants back. They're taking, um, we were saying natural breast yeah, I think recently I have gotten a lot of inquiries and consultations um, for natural breast augmentation, where basically it's taking liposuction fat and injecting it into the breast. So using, mm. you know, using someone's own fat for volume. I mean, it obviously doesn't do the same thing as an implant. You know, it doesn't hold that really round shape or give you the volume. Right. But it does create a more natural look, and then women don't have to worry about you know implants that they have to trade out every ten years. Do men do it too? Like, could I go up one cup size? <laughs> you always ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious. No do men do it? Do they that. transfer? Yeah, uh, men. I mean, men get BBLs. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Men do fat oh, yeah. transfer oh, to yeah. various oh, yeah. places. Like I think last time you were asking me about like the the penile implants. Like, Only I, because I Justin Jedlica was here. Yeah. So people do use fat transfer. I've, but he was doing silicone, which my yeah, which all every one of my doctors is like. I mean, well, yeah. I didn't like ask them you, to do it you I, bring it up a lot yeah. but i was just curious but um because his penis is very large it is very large but he used silicone have oh. you seen a page no i'd love to see it yeah and then also his ass is very very large too but he but he was injecting silicone directly yeah, that's in so dangerous right that's hot. yeah yeah, you know, it's it's I mean, because what happens is the silicone, it can embolize, meaning it can go into a vessel. And then if it travels down, you know, like into your legs or mm. into the penis, you can literally get like necrosis, meaning like the tissues die. Oh, so I know at UCLA, I think I was a resident, but I remember someone had done silicone injections, a young woman, and it embolized to her legs. And then because yeah. there was just these open sores, she had to have an amputation. No, he also has done silicone implants. So those are in a bag, right? Yeah. So those are protected because I've noticed his biceps, his triceps, like he's done yeah, there's lots, lots of implants. Of it's, yeah, it's similar. It's like, so instead of breast implants, there's body implants, there's yeah. facial implants and right. things like that. So you can put them anywhere in the body. I mean, I don't really, subs- I mean, look, breast implants, I understand, you know, but I don't really subscribe to the whole like calf implants and bicep implants. I mean, you just, can't you just work out? A lot of people don't want to work out yeah, I'm right here. Sorry, <laughs> a lot of people don't want to work out, and so they want these all these quick fix, fixes. Is it M sculpt? What is the one where you do? It's like equivalent to twenty thousand crunches and all of yeah, that. That's M sculpt. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah, yeah. I don't Does it work? work? No. You know, I tried, <laughs> I mean, maybe. I tried it because I I'm the kind of person whenever there's some new you know some new trendy thing I I mean I really take the time to research it. I think I've asked for so many, you know, like research papers. I'm like, just show me the science behind it. And then I'll experiment on myself. And then only then will I be convinced enough to use it on a patient. That's great. I am not, I, I, 
right now I have, I'm not convinced that it yes. necessarily does anything. Plus I think the new one that they have, it also melts fat and I don't, anything that melts fat, I would just stay away from. I did that. Any <laughs> external melting. Really? Thing. Cause it literally takes your fat cells and it, and it turns it into, it basically kills the fat cells, making it into scars. Cause I do a lot of revisions, right? So right. I have done revision lipo on every single technology out there. And there's lots of technologies that after it melts the fat, it just turns it into like cement. It's kind of like if you take cheese and you microwave it mm-hmm. and you take it out, it kind of look, it's like that hard, hard, but oh, Dr. Cat, I, I just I'm curious because all right, so we talked about because I wanted some like botched stories, and you don't really have a t- like the freakish, the freaks don't come to your office, your fancy office on Rodeo Drive. You have a very sophisticated clientele. You have you know affluent moms that want you know that have had three kids and want the makeovers. And the reason I ask you that is for the people that can't access you right but you're so knowledgeable and you're so conservative do you off like on your youtube and things like that do you ever warn people about about some all of these? the time you i do. mean if you read the blog i think my last few blog posts were one was about cool sculpting one was about the dangers of brazilian butt lift because i think when i wrote that there was a very famous instagram model um uh Jos- What's her, I can't remember her name, Josephine Cano, I think it was. And she had already had a lipo BBL and then she went and did another. Mm. And she ended up getting a fat embolism and she passed away. And she was like young and had two kids. And so, um, yeah, on the on my blog, we I mean, I talk about a lot of those things. And actually in my surgeries, like, you know, when I'm doing like my tummy tuck surgeries or my lipo surgeries, I'm actually showing like you can actually hear the scraping like the scar tissue that's created from some of the previous procedures mm-hmm. that have been done is it true that one in three thousand people die after during a bbl yeah, the procedure mortality, the mortality what? is one in three thousand mm-hmm. it is the highest mortality of any surgery but you you I do it because you do it safely you have to do it yeah so be, so when it comes to injecting fat in the butt the reason, like the reason why people can die or get fat embolism is when the fat is injected too deep. It's either injected in the muscle or under the muscle where there's these really, really large vessels. Mm. And then if you inject it into the, you know, into the vessels under high pressure, you know, like if you're blowing it up just super giant, then it can embolize and travel to the lungs of the brain. And that's what kills people. So it, when I do the Brazilian butt lift, you only, you can only inject in the layer, the fatty layer on top of the muscle between the skin. And that's it. If you inject there, there's really no, you know, big vessels and it can be done safely. Are you going to get these, you know, enormous volumes if you inject, you know, in the muscle deep? No, but I just tell my patients, I inject as much as I can that's safe. If you need more volume, you just come back for a second fat grafting, but it's elective cosmetic surgery. So there's Mm -hmm. never any reason to take a chance. Right. Right. Now you've already done the BBL. I've done the BBL. Did you do it once or twice? I've only done it once. Okay. And then what was the recovery time? Because this doctor this morning, I was doing this um, deep dive and this doctor was advertising it as minimally invasive, fantastic (laughs) results, $281 a month. And I was like, well, that's great. I'm like that's reasonable. I'm gonna call my Uber right now. <laughs> but how was it? How was the recovery? And it's it was ve- brutal. It's very now. See, it's very technically dependent because my right. patients have no pain. Like I'll do a tummy tuck, they take zero pain medication. Um, I just am super, super gentle. So there's a huge range. Like if you right. look at my patients on post-op day one. Like they have little to no bruising. They're yeah. walking around. They feel fantastic. They took Tylenol. I mean that's. You know, and there's some people who are out for a month. But you're also not doing these huge, big asses, right? Like, it's very conservative. 
You know what? I think what hurts people in lipo, because I had liposuction a long time ago, is the way that it's done a lot of times is very, very aggressive. So when I do liposuction, I have a special technique where first I break it up into like tiny little fat cells, like there's just little grafts. And then when when I use the suction, I use really small cannulas on low suction. So each little stroke just takes out gently what's loose. If you use a huge cannula, like a giant hose under high pressure, you're like literally ripping the fat cells from the tissue, and that's what hurts people. You are so honestly, out of all the, because you know, I've been to several different people for Botox over the years. Mm-hmm. You are the most gentle plastic surgeon I've ever been to, mm-hmm. and you, you not only do you like ice it really good, but then you've got this whole technique. What was that one? assistant doing oh, yeah so there's a little facial massager that i use at the same time because the the pain fibers get distracted by the vibration so that way you don't you don't feel the it was not painful no. at all and oh, normally botox you. has been so painful but and, and then i wanted to ask i just don't you, like to hurt people and i don't think it's necessary for people to have pain like with any procedure i must be a plastic surgeon's dream because when i went in i was i'm very realistic and i said look i don't need every wrinkle taken out i just want to like I just want you to relax. I just want it to look more relaxed. Yeah. And and you do look, you have to say, I mean, will you tell me? I, I personally think that Botox is the quickest, easiest, simplest, cheapest way to take like years off of you. Yeah. And it's also really important for maintenance. But I think exactly what you said, I think that, you know, not overdoing it, I think is really important because I have a lot of um, patients who are in entertainment. Like some of them are very high profile uh, celebrities like and who? the last thing <laughs> the last thing they want is you know there are pictures in the page and it just looks obvious they had a whole bunch of work done like yeah, it just right. distracts from their work you know like they want to I'm going to show you a really bad picture of me um, at the break where they totally overdid they yeah. overdid and the I Botox s- you can see it a mile it's away it's so bad you look glossy almost too. Like I've looked really shiny yes. from too much Botox. What was it? It was like uh, when when you I had asked a, me that, but I've ne- I don't know because I've never, never done had it. Anything. No, <laughs> no, no, because you hadn't overdone. But I had constantly had shiny face, yes, shiny yes. forehead. Yeah, it like when, reflects when they over Botox me. <laughs> I can see my reflection. But even Andrew Freund, who by the way, he is an over Botox candidate. I know he want he because really he, wants was it. he was obsessed with every How many single times line. Did, did he go see you? I, you know, I had him come back twice because yeah. I, I want it. The he first time I work with someone, He's I want to get it Same. exactly right, you know, based on what they're thinking. Mm. And I just, I don't know, I'm a perfectionist. So, like, I just have to. Like, I think I called him. I'm like, you know what? I think I can get, like, four more units in and get it even better. So, just I'm like, come be- back. Well, because, well, first of all, I thought he looked great after the first time. I know. Yeah. He did because I was looking at his IG and I'm like, whoa. That's he why he so got good. so obsessed. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so when I was up um, at the stem cell doctor in Reno, there was a woman that was telling talking to me about um, she did an O shot, which I guess mm-hmm. is short for or- orgasm shot. Mm-hmm. So they inject it right into her. Is it? Into they her inject. Clitoris? They inject filler. No, God, no. Uh, <laughs> I think they did. They do it in the G spot. In the G spot. Okay. They inject it into her G spot, and she said she had these incredible orgasms for like three months. Yeah. But now she has to do it again. Have you heard about this O-Shot? I mean, it's been around for a long time. I think that, oh God, maybe five years ago, it was one of those like trendy things that was, you know, going around in the media. I mean, I personally, with just knowing the anatomy in that area, would never feel comfortable putting a needle in someone's G-spot. Yeah. I mean, it's like 
the one of, you know, it's like a place that has the highest concentration of nerves and then you're going to go stick a needle in it. Like I would never do that. Um, and there's better alternatives that actually have really good clinical data because I'm like a scientist. I'm yeah. all about the data. Um, w one of the procedures I specialize in is vaginal rejuvenation where radiofrequency is used to increase collagen, increase blood flow. There's like literally studies that show for, you know, women who have the procedure done report an increase in number and intensity of orgasm on the clitoris, on the G-spot without any possibility, you know, without there being a possible complication of injuring the site. So are there these women? So why would you stick a needle in it when there's better alternatives? At what you know? age do people, you know, generally, do people come to you and say, I want to get labiaplasty? And is it, does it, is it like person specific? Like they've had four kids or they've been having sex with a lot of well-endowed men. I don't know. Like what, what, what is, what? There is a huge, there's a huge range. I mean, from, you know, 18 all the way to like Why would 78. 18 year old? Two of my friends have done it. A lot of, a lot, just genetically, um, number one, a lot of women have asymmetry. So one side can be like three, four times longer. Um, sometimes anatomically there's like lots of folds, so it creates like twisting or discomfort just okay. because, you know, women are so active nowadays, like we're doing like spin class, all yeah. kinds of exercises and clothing, you know, everyone's wearing like leggings, like I wore leggings today, you know, like people are wearing tighter fitting clothing mm -hmm. just in their everyday life. And I think that, you know, I've really tried to, you know, help educate um, you know, the public about labiaplasty and different possibilities of what people, you know, women can do to be more comfortable. And now that it's just become more open conversationally, I think a lot more women are seeking solutions for, you know, discomfort or just or cosmetic, or cosmetic or just wanting to have it, you know, be tucked in, you know, symmetric. Also for hygiene, it makes a huge difference. And um, you know, so my you do a lot patients, of those. You do, do a lot of those surgeries. That is pr probably like the number one or number two most common surgery I do. Like sometimes, I a lot of times I'll do like three in a day. Wow. And I do a lot. Um, and I think that, you know, some of my older patients, because some of them are like, I have patients up to like 60 something. They literally tell me their entire life, they struggled with it. They felt self-conscious. They were tr constantly, you know, tucking it in in certain clothing, their underwears they couldn't wear. Mm -hmm. And they just like went through their whole life just you know, so like having to put so much energy and attention on this area and they didn't even realize that there was a procedure like that could just, you know, fix it for them. And a month there, you're healed. A month yeah. you're healed, you're done. And I'm like, you know, it's the easiest, best thing you ever did. And then you can just forget it ever happened because I've developed a special technique where literally the suture line is invisible. Uh -huh. Like it's invisible. What about Botox? When do you think people, because I've been getting Botox since my 30s and I think yeah. it's prevented a lot of really deep lines. Yes. When do you think, when, do, when would you suggest people start getting Botox? Or again, is it person specific? It's person specific, but I personally started doing Botox when I was 26. I did it preventatively um, just because it's sort of like what I tell my patients is this. It's like a piece of paper. If you fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it, it's going to make a deep crease. So what the Botox does is prevent the folding. Yeah. Now, everyone's different. I mean, like my mom, she just never raises her eyes or frowns like she just says her forehead is like pristine so some people are just genetically more dynamic so if you know some if you just like when if you have a lot of facial expression you may want to start earlier you know so it's just there's no right age but i think that using it preventatively before there's deep lines that are formed is really important
Okay, so I want to start. We're going to take a break, and I do want to start taking calls. We'll be right back. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, plus the stuff you don't, like gas. Save on gas while you drive the kids to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever else you want to go. Plus, take some guilt-free time on the couch because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery. It's perfect for ordering new remote batteries, plus more coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you, plus snacks for your movie night. Plus, save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more. Because savings is what the whole Walmart Plus membership is all about. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory-smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are back. I'm here with Dr. Kapagovic and Paige Woolen. I wanted to ask you this because my, my nanny, mm-hmm. she said, please ask Dr. Kat a question. I said, okay, what? She's very attractive in her 40s. She said that she's noticed her skin change over the years. She's too young for a facelift. She doesn't need right. a facelift. But she's wondering what she does in the, inter- in the interim. Mm-hmm. So let's just say, I mean, when I look at her, she really, she really has nice skin. Mm-hmm. Like if she was to do anything, she's probably not going to have to worry about it for 10 years. But what do you do in the meantime? Do you do Botox? Do you do fillers? Yeah, I mean, I think that Botox is great for maintenance and prevention in terms of um, preventing deep wrinkle formation. So that is one thing that's non-surgical that mm-hmm. I think really, really makes a big difference and helps. For, I'm in the same boat as your nanny because I'm also in my 40s mm-hmm. where I feel like I don't need a facelift, but also I would love to just keep my skin nice and tight. Yes. So um, I, for a lot of patients who are in our similar, you know, similar age range, um, who are looking for something non-surgical for skin tightening, um, I use a ThermiSmooth, which is radio frequency that is used to tighten the skin. Now it gives you 10, 15%, but it does help build collagen and increase blood flow, which is, as you know, as we're aging, like we're just constantly degrading collagen. So I have a lot of patients who come in who aren't candidates for facelift and they're doing the non-invasive radiofrequency treatments on their face. And then just in general, I mean, you have to have a good daily skincare regimen. That's like the most, most important thing because when it comes to 
quality of skin, skin texture, hyperpigmentation, um, that sort of is the, the foundation you know, for everything. Mm -hmm. You know, you can do Botox as much as you want, but if you have like crepey, you know, skin yes. that's thin, mm -hmm. that's like, you know, hyperpigmented or sun damage, it doesn't matter how much Botox or even if you have a facelift, it's still going to make you look aged. You and I talked about that earlier. I it's I, I'm very into skincare now. Yeah. I wish I would have I wish I would have done it ten years ago. Sure. I never I never no, I mean, I subscribed to nothing. It was like Lubriderm lotion, and <laughs> yeah. and um, I don't even know what soap I use. Yeah. I never even use sunscreen. Right. So now that I've started to use more and more face products, I'm seeing definitely a difference. Yeah. Now you okay? So you you've worked for years putting together MD Glam, which yes. is your line of skincare. Yes. And then you have is it a, is it four different products for a daily ritual? What what do you use? So the, my, the best seller, the thing that I always tell um, people to start with is the anti-aging super kit, which has the day and night moisturizer, a cleanser, and a scrub. And that's really all anyone needs for daily skincare. You know, when I used to go into, you know, like these beauty stores, like literally there's like a billion bottles. Like I'm a skincare scientist, you know, I've done a lot of research on skincare and I would turn over the bottles to look at the ingredients and even I would get confused, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So when I formulated MD Glam, I wanted to make it easy to use and, and that's all you need, really, a, a really good daily facial cleanser, okay. a day moisturizer and a night moisturizer. And in the kit, I also put in a scrub, an enzyme scrub for extra exfoliation, which you can use as often as every day it's or gentle. One, yeah, or, because when it comes to a, see, there's a whole science behind skincare that people don't realize. You know, a lot of times when you look at it on the outside, you look at the bottle, it seems like they're the same. But there's a huge range when it comes to quality and efficacy. And that's the reason, actually, the reason why I ended up formulating my own skincare line because, you know, being a plastic surgeon, patients, my friends would always ask me for recommendations. And because I've done a lot of research, um, in skincare, I was like a, a molecular and cellular biologist from Harvard. I just realized there was like nothing on the market that I could really stand behind 100% that I would want to use for myself. So I formulated stuff, you know, I formulated my skincare line um, to be effective so I could actually use it on myself and then I would feel comfortable recommending it to people. Now, I've used them. Yeah. You've given me um, two, I've had the two um, kits. You've given two, me two of them. Yeah. They are great, great products. You know, they are expensive. I mean, the the retail on the four are three sixty. Yeah. The bundle it was two ninety. Yes. But what you're going to do today, for my listeners, mm -hmm. is you're actually going to give them thirty percent, a thirty percent discount off and free shipping. So that's so, like a hundred dollars. So for two hundred and three dollars, they can have the four bundle, which is the exfoliating enzyme scrub, the deep pore cleanser, the hyaluronic acid. That's the day day the, moisturizer. The day moisturizer and the hyaluronic acid. C complex. That's the night moisturizer, which is the best night moisturizer in the world. I feel 100% because I know how much energy and science and research went into creating that. So it's $360. You get it for $203. If you go to mdglam.com now, use the code Jeff30. Yeah, Jeff30. 30, like 30%. And it is expensive, but it's like anything else. You get what you pay for. And and you know, well, I, it's and much I more sell, reasonable now yeah, with the hundred dollars yeah, off. But I'm gonna do just it. It, the the quality of the ingredients makes such a huge difference when it comes to skincare. Like for example, the night moisturizer, 
hyaluronic acid. So everyone throws hyaluronic acid on their, on their label. But the thing is, hyaluronic acid has to be smaller than a certain particle size for it to actually go into your skin. So mm -hmm. like when I, was, when I was formulating this, I literally was asking the manufacturer, I need to know the size in kilodaltons, I need to know the molecular weight of the hyaluronic acid. And they're like, oh, well everyone uses the same hyaluronic acid. No one's ever asked us this before. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't care about that. Like I need to know the size because studies show that it has to be a certain particle size. And that one ingredient, which was like so, so, so hard to find, it took like over five months to sort. I highly doubt that people go through all that effort to do it, right, but, right. but then it just sits on your skin. So someone could put hyaluronic acid on their label, but it doesn't mean it's actually going into the, the skin, skin and doing mm -hmm. and being effective. So there's a whole science behind skincare that just I know so well because I've done so much scientific research in it. But I mean, that's the hard thing as a consumer. Uh, things might look the same mm -hmm. on the outside, but. It, they're, it, they're so different on the inside. So if you're interested in the four product bundle, go to mdglam.com. Use the code Jeff30. Um, Orphe in Chicago, good morning. Hi, you guys. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Um, I have a question. So I just turned 50 and I have a full face. So I feel like I've had natural fillers and really haven't had wrinkle issues, but I have really thin lips. So I've tossed around the idea of getting a little bit of left to my lips, but I'm also thinking that I might need to start doing a little bit of either Botox or filler, and I, I'm super, super afraid of the pain. So I was wondering if you have any advice for people who are wanting it, but afraid of it, but also how how can I find someone that is that's going to be good? Um, Orphe, you know, excuse me, aren't you coming out here to go to the Irvine show on the 23rd? I, you know I am. Why don't you make an appointment to see Dr. Cat? It will be uh, okay. It will be almost painless. Yeah, almost I, painless. The lips, it doesn't have to be painful. I mean, so I do a lot of different things. Well, first of all, you know, the filler, like there's, doctors have a choice of using, you know, filler that has numbing medicine in it mm. and not. <laughs> so, mm. I mean, that's one of the things, like the filler that I use has lidocaine in it. So once I put the first pass in, it's not painful. But I also use a combination of different topical numbings. A lot of it's technique. Um, what about a Botox? You know lip what? You just lip. have to find someone that really cares. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, I just. Right. Sometimes it's like a factory. You go in there and they I just know. don't even numb you, and it's like bam, I they just the hit the needles. I saw the guy do yours once before, and it was just like stabbing across the face, blood. I like had wiping bumps the, like for days was, after. It was drama. So That's yeah, Orphy, why don't you go to Doctor Cat? Not to scare you. Well, if I can get you're in, here. If, you know. <laughs> no, you can get in. Yeah. We'll get you in. We'll get you in. Um, all right. Thanks, Orphe. Okay. Uh, thanks, honey. Bye-bye. I, I did want to ask you, Paige. So this whole thing, we've, you know, we've been reading all because I had a question for you, too. Oh. We had, um, you know, we're reading about this, this OnlyFans thing where they're removing adult content. Yes. And people were asking, what about Paige? What about Paige? That doesn't apply <laughs> to you because you weren't. You weren't, I mean, you're not, that doesn't apply to you at all. No, there's no penetration is what they're saying. But right. they, they took oh. it back. But right. So still, you still could if you wanted. Because yeah. people like Doug Buden, I think, uh, wrote a lot of scathing letters, letters. DMs. Well, yeah, you can't turn your back on the sex worker community if you, that's what your platform was founded on. Right. You can't just do that. No, you recently, so you make your money by basically subscriptions, right? Normally. So people subscribe monthly you post all these gorgeous pictures of yourself mm -hmm. and, um, and, th and then they continue to, is it, it's like an auto renewal. Well, now I'm free. Wait, right. 
But was it like an auto renewal yes, where they just renewal. charge your credit card? Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So then what you decided yes. is that you've now opened it up to mm-hmm. it's just a free subscription? Yep, yep. Yep. It's okay, free. so how do you make I'm money doing that? right now. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, so now you can like pay per post. It's it's just sort of like, you know, now you can show people like what I look like. You can be like on the suggested page and then from there you can unlock posts if you if your heart desires they can pay to upgrade right yes but also is it similar to instagram where then if it's more mainstream then you perhaps can get like different sponsors and things like that like you get um you know per post like does it make it more open for other um you know for different opportunities i don't i personally don't like you just traveled right right so then because maybe it's more open then it gives you other opportunities yeah yeah totally and you can like meet other creators on there and shout each other out if you're free it's sort of like can we talk about your um your recent gig which is just ridiculous that you get paid to do this yes um you were in greece for three weeks is that correct yes and we just thought you were on vacation mm-hmm. but I was actually like, She's having the best time but actually these people pay you yeah. to go to their resorts mm-hmm. go to their hotels correct. and take pretty pictures they do yeah wow. is that amazing it's yeah, nice. I'm telling you, social media is a full-time job. It's, it's a, a lot job. of work. It's a business. Right. I mean, yeah. It's a lot of work. Like, <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, you know, after this, I'm going to go and shoot a full day of content for my social media, for Good. my businesses. Right. And it's just whatever you put in. I mean, it's just like anything else. People think it's easy, but it takes a lot of time and energy to create content. I had to say no to pasta some night oh <laughs> because I had to wear a bikini the right. next day. It was so sad. That's terrible. It's heartbreaking. So you actually also had a stalker mm-hmm. recently. You yeah. had stalk. You've had stalkers before. Yeah, but this one broke into your house. This one broke into my house. Yeah, I had to move. Okay, so explain what happened. I was in the shower, and I heard little Pebble, Pebbles Poof. She's my French bulldog, growling, and I immediately knew someone had broken in, and they got in through the sliding because she glass never door. growls. She doesn't make a peep. I I, don't, I, know, I thought she was a mute, but she. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was mute. But she started growling and um. I knew immediately I started screaming, which I, you know, I won't do it on air right now, but I've got a very loud, I've got pipes. Okay. So, um, I heard him like sort of running. I didn't see the face, but ran through the front door and then left me a box of snacks. That's nice. Well, thank goodness. It was just that. Well, the police should get hungry after all that screaming. (laughs) (laughs) And the the police asked me to take the box with them. I'm like, are you guys going to eat this? They could have like contaminants on the box. And they're like, no, no, like his DNA is on the box. Like silicone in there. Ooh. Oh, that would be fun. So, um, so he left a little box of snacks yes. for you. Yes, that's but sweet. I know that it wasn't someone who like knows me personally because it wasn't anything like I would eat. It was like Doritos, Fritos, you know. What do you eat? Um, you know, like more like Taco Bell, like that. That would be <laughs> if he left me Taco Bell. I'd be like, okay, maybe we can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so he 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 found your home. He yes. was going to drop off a little care package, and then he realized that the sliding glass door was open on the side. Correct, yes. So he helped himself in. Right, right. Wow. And it, it was prime time, because I was in the shower, really. So he really picked the right the I mean, right were you terrified? Yeah, I, was, I, I didn't sleep for a week. I moved. Now so you I actually just a, moved out? Yeah, I moved out like the next day. I live in like a fortress now. Wow. Not even the Domino's guy can get in, because it's so <laughs> fortressy. Do you have a taser? No, because I'm always worried I'm going to use it on myself. They have ones that have safeties on it, just FYI. Because I also have <laughs> to watch my safety, too. I need to they be They have trained. ones you can put, like, a little yeah. bracelet on it. So if they, someone takes it from you, These are, like, hot pin. people problems. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't own a taser. I don't have pepper I don't get paid right. to I go care. to a hotel and <laughs> take a picture of myself. <laughs> this, is, this is the most unrelatable <laughs> show so far. 
<laughs> um, Rebecca in California. Good morning. Hi. Uh, Hi, Rebecca. Rebecca, obviously, from Santa Clara. Um, I was Dr. Kat's patient in June. Hi, Dr. Kat. It's Rebecca. Rebecca. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Um, I was just calling because um, I just wanted to reiterate um, the fact you that... You have complications? <laughs> That's not funny, I, okay. <laughs> No, the no pain. And that was the reason I picked Dr. Cat. It was a um, highly, highly invasive tummy tuck. Oh. And um, very... You can give them some background. 11 hours. I'm sorry, what? I said give them a little bit of background because your story is amazing. Um, so I had had gastric bypass in 2013, mm -hmm. and I started following Dr. Cat in 2017. And I just I knew that she was going to be the one um, to do my uh, skin flap um, reduction, I guess is what it's called. Um, but before that, I had tried the cool sculpting. And what happened was it did turn into concrete, and um, Dr. Cat can talk about that a little bit more, but it was really hard for her to cut through my skin because it had all molded together, and she couldn't even find the layers of my skin because of what the cool sculpting had done. And um, so I actually Instagrammed her this morning and said, talk about cool sculpting and how bad oh. it is. Um, <laughs> because um, it, it was just horrible. But, I mean, as horrible as the surgery was, my recovery was amazing. I had no pain. I took no narcotics. I only took um, extra strength Tylenol for two days. I was up walking around um, the same day, the same night. Um, literally no pain. And that was the reason I went with Dr. Pat. And I you're mean, happy well with the results? Oh, my God. I mean, beyond. beyond. And you're probably still paying for it. Because <laughs> she, no, she's, she's not cheap. <laughs> it's all paid for. I, I'm, uh, I do real Kids estate. I've got probably four jobs. Light stream. Um, <laughs> what's that? Oh, no. We're just, we're just talking, joking. Um, I'm so <laughs> yeah. glad that you had a, a great experience with Dr. Cat. Thank you for calling. Um, is there things that we should be avoiding besides cool sculpting? Can you just warn my listeners? I mean, I think that just anything that like does external fat melting, I think makes a lot of scar. I did that. Any, any fat melting. Just, yeah. Just but any sort of Is that of M sculpt or no? That's not. No, no, M well, they have Kybella. one that they kind of, yeah, Kybella, I'm not a big fan of. I did that too. Oh, you did Kybella too. <laughs> now, what about um, chemical peels? I never hear that anymore. Those are fine. Oh, I never hear it anymore though. I haven't done that. <laughs> I just think because there's so <laughs> the many alternatives. But no, people still do chemical peels. There's ones that are very light. I've done them before on myself. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, you have? That's hot. Yeah. Well, before I used one. to have hyperpigmentation before I started using my skincare. That's the reason why I developed it. I used to have Will like my, major um, sun damage go away? Yeah, it'll definitely help. Did you bring anything with you, like injectables, Botox, anything? Not today. <laughs> oh, man. Natalie in Minnesota. Good morning. Hi. Hi, Hi. you guys. I love all of you guys. Um, Thank you. Even I just have a question about I'm 52. I naturally kind of have a more olive complexion, um, but I'm wondering about around my eyes, um, little like bumps that are there. And some are skin tags, but then some are not skin tags. It's like almost like a clogged pore, but it seems so 
I can't do anything to it. Do you know what I mean? Um, trying to, I mean, I think without a picture it'd be difficult, but, um, it might be, are they dark? Are they like hyperpigmented or are they white? Like what color are, are the little um, bumps? Like if, if, if I like go to like stretch my skin out there a little bit, um, yeah, there's like, I can see there's like something white in there. But I mean, it could be a clogged pore. It could be something called milia. I mean, I think that I might have to see it to yeah. really know okay. just because it's so, so specific. Right. Um, Never heard about that before. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but uh, like I said, I mean, I think that you, you know, for something that's really, really specific, you, you might, I just, <laughs> you might yeah, just have to have someone take a look. You know, the good thing is that, um, you know, like the skin tags and any of those superficial skin problems can usually be very easily treated without, you know, needing to do any invasive technologies. Um, but I think that so you maybe she should go skin. dermatologist first. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, either derm or, um, and I don't know where she lives, but it sounds like it's something that should be very easy to be diagnosed and treated. Good. Thank you, Natalie. I did want to ask Thanks. you because I was reading this article yesterday about. Um, it's called. Um, is it? dead vagina syndrome mm -hmm. where basically um, it's for people that their vagina has desensitized mm -hmm. because of too much um, masturbation with vibrators. Have you ever heard of anything like that? I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of that. Um, and I'm just trying to understand the physiology behind that. But I mean, I feel like a lot, of, I mean, there, women, there are, there's a population of women who are, you know, inorgasmic or over time they do become desensitized i yes. think also there's hormone changes that happen mm -hmm. um post-menopausal or post-pregnancy because a lot of the women who come in for vaginal rejuvenation they do feel that you know they have become a little bit desensitized or it's harder for them to orgasm page you but i don't know if it like from from vibrators i'm just trying to that's what this article said it's on the internet it's gotta be true <laughs> it's true it's <laughs> true yeah and then i think they were mentioning dead rectum is yeah, that what you? I think I have that one. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a oh, joke. We're kidding. Now, what about the? Um, you were saying, Paige, when we were talking about this earlier, that uh, when women masturbate too much. Yeah. So if you use a vibrator too much, it's harder for you to orgasm with your partner because your vagina gets so machine dependent, and then it's when you it's harder to you know. I don't make it happen. Is what I read on the internet. I'm You're not, not buying, buying it. You know? And I don't want to give any personal. I threw, I, <laughs> I I threw away my vibrator. I did. I threw it away. From, oh, you did? From reading the article. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I get out of the trash can? I mean, isn't it, isn't it like partner dependent? <laughs> I, mm. I was just asking. I just read about it. I didn't even know. Since you do all this um, labiaplasty, I was just curious. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, I don't really, I don't, not a lot of my patients describe to me exactly like the, mm. you know, the mm. causes of it, but I haven't. Maybe they don't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they tell me a lot, but that <laughs> I have not heard. I have not heard about dead vagina. But do they come to you that says it's desensitized? Yes. A lot. See, they just don't For tell you why. For various reasons. Mm. It's right. a vibrator. Another reason. Um, mm. Megan in New Jersey. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Um, Jeff, I wanted to um have Dr. Kat talk a little bit more about her beauty line, um, especially with hyperpigmentation. And you were talking over her, so I couldn't hear what she had to say about oh, her shit. beauty line. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I know, Jeff. Come on. Do you um, know I that, Megan, guys. I purposely didn't drink Red Bull today because I know that I've been talking too much? It didn't work. 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 All right. But All right so tell us specifically. 
what would you like to know? I would like to know. So I have melasma, um, and I've been doing some chemical peels. It's improved. But Dr. Tat, I want to hear more about your your line of products to yeah, help it's with hyperpigmentation. Yeah, it's interesting because I actually used to have very severe hyperpigmentation on my cheeks just from being, you know, sun exposure and age and pregnancy as well. Um, the, the MD Glam Night Moisturizer is amazing for hyperpigmentation. And the, the way that the, it works is essentially it inhibits an enzyme that um, that promotes melanin. So as you know, melanin is the is what's in our skin that creates the pigmentation. And so I formulated it actually for to improve you know overall uh, overall pigmentation um, for the skin. So now if you have extreme like extremely dark mel um, extremely dark melasma or sunspots, sometimes you do need to do more invasive procedures to get you to a baseline whether that's, you know, laser or peel, but then for maintenance and also in order to pr improve the overall tone, I would definitely recommend the MD Glam Night because I used to have to do a peel or a laser every other month, like literally just to try to get rid of the pigment. But as you know, it comes right back. So having a really good daily skincare regimen that can help regulate and, and, and help the hyperpigmentation will help you maintenance it, especially after the peels. Thank and you, Megan. Um, okay, so if anyone is interested in booking an appointment to see Dr. Cat, go to beautybydrcat.com. Also, make sure to check out uh, her skincare line at mdglam.com. She's offering a huge discount right now on a four-product bundle. It's $203 plus free shipping. Uh, if you go to mdglam.com, use the code Jeff30, and you'll save $100 on the products. Okay, Jackie in Atlanta, good morning. Hello, Jeff? Hi. Yes, hi, Jackie. Hi, hi, Jeff. Hi, Doc. Well, when hi. I met my, when I met the guy I was dating, I had a pretty vagina. When I saw his penis, I almost passed out. My vagina, <laughs> you, my vagina now looks like chopped meat, and I need it to look like sirloin steak again. What in the hell do I need to do? <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, don't laugh at my face. Don't laugh at my face. No, I was I'm laughing at Shane. <laughs> Don't vagina shame me, okay? It looks like chopped meat right now. Aw. You know, it's funny because a lot of my patients come to me saying similar things. Just go to, I think that you sound like a great candidate for labiaplasty. And if you're curious to see what it will be like after the surgery, just go to the before and after gallery. Mm -hmm. If you go to labiaplasty gallery, you'll probably be able to find a before that looks similar to your shape, and then you'll be able to see the afters. Jackie, maybe you should make an appointment to see Dr. Cat. I'm going to fly out to California because I'm telling you, it doesn't, the puss doesn't look pretty anymore. It's disgusting. Mm. So I'm going to make well, that. We, we want your puss to look pretty again. Really pretty. Yeah. Go to beautybydrcat.com and schedule a consultation. Good luck, Thank Jackie. You guys. All right. Follow up with us. Uh, Gail in Florida. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Gail. I have a question. I have, um, what my husband kind of calls jaws of a bulldog, jowls of a bulldog, you know, yeah. where the cheeks are kind of, you got their lines and stuff, yeah. and it runs in the family. How do you stop that other than doing the facelift? What else can I do? Well, I mean, it depending on, I mean, I, it sounds, from the way you describe it, it, it sounds like you are a good candidate for a facelift. Especially if you look like a bulldog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Um, but I always tell patients, you know, if you're not there yet or not ready for surgery, there are non-invasives you can do that'll give you maybe like a 15%. It's not going to do what surgery does. But if you are trying to buy yourself a little time, um, you know, I, in my office, I do a procedure called Thermi Smooth, which tightens the skin, builds collagen. It will give, it will improve it. It's not do, gonna do be you like do you do virtual um, I do. consultations? Because like 30% of my patients come from uh, out of town, maybe yeah. more, or overseas. So we do virtual. It's, it's a really, really easy process. To Gail, do what if you did a virtual? What if you did a virtual and then Dr. Oh, Kat told you what she thinks you... I definitely do it. Yeah, that's what, maybe you should do that. Go uh, beautybydrkat.com. Thanks, Gail. Okay, thanks, uh, guys. Um, I only have 90 seconds. I can't take another call. No. All right. Um, Dr. Kat, thank you so much for being here. We know how busy you are and how many patients you're probably going to see today. Um, make sure to check out mdglam.com page. Thank you so much for being here today. Good luck. Now that you've got your free subscriptions on OnlyFans, where do people go? Um, OnlyFans.com slash page one. There you go. Have a great weekend, everybody. Yeah.